0: another wonderful show of your pleasure you know i've been in the pleasure industry for uh... 32 years actually it'll be 32 years on february 4th and i have realized over the many years that pleasure is essential to the human spirit it is only recently that pleasure has been studied and understood as a necessary part of the human existence our body is made for pleasure, not exploitation or abuse, and yet we take something that is so good and necessary and misuse its potential with excess, gluttony, and practices that serve no purpose other than to subjugate, dominate, and exploit. Pleasure only enters into a relationship that is based on mutual trust, respect, consideration and care for each other if these fundamentals are not part of the relationship all too often what is exchanged is not pleasure but abuse of power this is ellen nicholas and i love the idea that our bodies are actually covered with pleasure points and that our mind is what separates us From all other forms of animals, we have creative possibility. And by using our creative imagination, we can bring pleasure into our lives. But remember, pleasure only enters into a relationship that is based on mutual trust. And for centuries, pleasure wasn't given its due. Mention of it was often linked to thoughts of excess or decadence or perversion and lust, which is not love, it's lust. But true pleasure is balance within the relationship. It is an equal give and take, a sharing of something that is desired, enriching, valuable, and fun. It should be fun. Tonight's topic is going to focus on what happens within a relationship when pleasure has been replaced by abuse. Mental or physical abuse, these things are not the within an equal relationship. People stay in abusive relationships for a variety of reasons, but when they finally realize that things are not going to get better, that they, in fact, deserve better and move on, that's when the healing can begin. Tonight, we're going to talk about healing after sexual abuse. So I looked for someone who was in the business of helping people learn how to love again, how to love themselves and how to love again within a relationship. My guest tonight is that teacher, Gaia Morissette. Gaia is a beautiful spirit spirit. who who has overcome adversity in her own personal life and grown into a woman who celebrates love, joy, and self-respect. Gaia travels the world teaching her own brand of self-love to women and couples so that they can enjoy their sexual lives without holding on to shame, fear, or neglect. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Gaia Morissette. Morissette. Welcome, Gaia. Welcome, Gaia. Thank you for having me on the show, Ellen. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Oh, my absolute pleasure. This is such a hot topic because the statistics are staggering. I recently learned that 60% of women will, at some time in their lives, experience some level of sexual abuse. Now, whether that number is slightly higher or lower, that's huge. What can we say to these women and men who have had sexuality used against them as a weapon? Is there any hope other than therapy?
1: Um, yes, there is hope other than therapy, but um, I think it's really important that when, you know, we acknowledge both male and female, that actually the the last study that I read, it was one in five women and uh, one in seven men have experienced sexual trauma throughout their lives. Wow. So that's, wow. that's incredible odds. And so... We're all suffering, you know, as a society, we're suffering from this. And so when you start to heal your sexual trauma, and first of all, a lot of people don't remember their trauma, and then they start to remember their trauma, it's important to reach out for professional help and professional support. support right. Whether that's from a therapist or a coach or, um, you know, if from a religious standpoint, a priest, a minister, somebody that is an expert in this field and without that support it can be very trying and very tra- traumatic when you're starting to your healing journey so it's very important to reach out for su- some support plus it's important whether that's also a su- it can be in a support group it can be but it needs to not be reliant on your pro- current partner right. or solely as your sole support or your friends as sole support because okay. There's things that you might need to share and work through that people that love you may not be able to deal with emotionally. So, well, that's a very good point. A very
0: good point. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. you are,
0: a, you different are a different for your person for your family than you, family than you are you when are you're speaking when to you're a stranger to who has a degree that, thing, can that can that help actually, actually you help, help you, and you know that person can help you help because help you. they are not—they're yeah. not
1: emotionally invested in you. Yeah. Yeah. And so they can hear and support you without, you know, it, 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 it's hard to share your story of trauma. Um, first of all, it's, it's very vulnerable and it's very hard to sit, share your story of trauma. But with people who love you, it's even harder to sometimes to share the details of that story because now they now you have to sit with their emotions and have to take care of, them emotionally about feeling you know so angry for you and that they want to go you know murder the person who did that to you or you know the the distress and and so it it's it's really important, and from a relationship standpoint, it can get very very messy when your prime partner becomes your prime support for your trauma it makes uh it causes huge amounts of stress within your relationship, so it's important that you have professional support through that process. Now, are there any so
0: exercises, there any exercises, exercises or, practices or practices that one can that do one can on, do their, on own their own to, own to help own. get over, help the, get trauma get over the, the trauma of sexual abuse? Of
1: sexual abuse? Um, not, not really, because each person's experience um, will have created different blockages. I like to, instead of saying issues, or I like to just call them blockages. And they manifest differently for each person. So there's no kind of general like, okay, if you do this, this and X, Y, and Z, then you'll be healed. It's kind of like um, each person has their own their own stuff, and they need to have the you know, a, it basically customized and geared to support their growth. And what coping strategies have been created will differ in, you know be different from one person to the next. Based on who it ha- you know what age they were to um, you know who was the abuser to and the dynamics of that, so because trauma affects us on so many levels, usually not just emotionally but physically spiritually sexually, it affects almost all areas of our being that there are no simple how to to fix the solution there's no f- quick fix to it. It's really about um, you know, the first stages is to say, okay, I'm gonna reach out and support and I'm gonna reach out and get some support. And, you know, with that, finding the right person to work with you is probably the most important part. Is are they in line with your belief systems? Are they, you know, is the, the therapy or the the you know the the treatment that you've chosen is it working for you with in your belief systems, who you are? Do you have a good connection with that person? Because it's really important that whoever you're working with, that you feel safe, that you can trust them, and you can surrender through that process. And you have to have faith in them. So if you don't have those things, you can't heal. So that would be the first step that I would say. If you remember you had a trauma or you're like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of not liking sex or hating my body or being triggered and going outside of my body when my partner touches me. or All of these are some of the, the side effects of sexual trauma. Then, key, finding somebody that you can work with, whether that's a sex coach, a sex therapist, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, but finding something that works for you. Right. right,
0: right.
1: Is, there, is there is there anything
0: is there any that, one thing should, that one should should, should, do, should do in order to in heal? Order to heal.
1: Well, I really the the, f- the first thing is is to um never have sex when you do not want to have sex. So this okay. is a, 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 a sorry.
0: No, that's a very good point. Very good point.
1: So what what I see a lot in um with the couples and the people and the clients that I work with is that when you've had sexual trauma, typically what happens is that There's a a default mechanism that this feels like this is your obligation. So because you haven't healed and really embraced your sexuality in a healthy way, because you can either go one way or the other, you either you become extremely over-sexed in a way that you put yourself at risk, you have sex with people that you don't really want to connect with, Um, it's what, you know, that's all you feel that you're worth. Um, You've found ways in which to try to take your power back by having sex and using sex as a manipulation tool um, or it becomes an addiction. So that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is where what happens is that you completely become a non-sexual being and you don't like to be physically touched and you hide and you um, don't enjoy any aspect of sex, sexuality and intimacy in any level. So there's those two ends of the spectrum. So either in either one of those, every time somebody who has had sexual trauma has sex with somebody or engages in a sexual activity that they don't fully desire to be there, what that does is re-victimizing yourself. It's setting up the same dynamic that sex is bad, sex is no good, and sex isn't safe.
0: Right.
1: And so that's a really important one that across the board Never, and not just for any listeners who have sexual trauma, but anybody across the board. If you are not sexually aroused and do not really fully, your whole body and being want to be there, then don't do it because it's it's a, a victimization of yourself. Sex right. is something that right. you need to be fully engaged in, wanting to be there. Not an obligation. Not. Um, a sense of, okay, well, you know, I have to do this because this is my role, not because I really want to be hugged and I really want to be loved, so the only way I know how to do that is if I give, you know, put out, um, not because I, this person, I really like this person, and if I don't have sex with them, they're not, they're not going to stick around and they're not going to leave me. All these reasons should never have, never be reasons why you engage sexually with someone. Right. 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 And that goes, right. for, and men that goes, and goes for men and women. Men and women. Yeah, men Oop. and women, yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. And for men it's a you know, um, you know, the, the effects of sexual trauma on men are, are are very different than what happens for women. So um for men, typically what happens is that either um, a, it'll show up a lot in um, their inability to perform or premature ejaculation is another uh, kind of byproduct of it. Um, and there's because there's a sense that men are supposed to be sexual beings all the time and there's an expectation that they are performers and so performance anxiety can be created when really they feel uncomfortable in their body because there was a violation of their body so um for men it's the same thing that you know reach out reach out get support because you can also have a really incredibly healthy and amazing sex life if you heal some of those wounds
0: and people have to remember, have to remember just, because just because the body, because the body is, uh, is not uh, scarred, not that, doesn't mean that, that, doesn't that the mind and the heart and the, heart and the emotions, emotions aren't scarred, and they, are, and so they are so linked to your ability to, your ability to be able to enjoy your body, enjoy and, your body to, and to enjoy like, intimacy, intimacy in general. general. So, so, I mean, I it, mean, it's something that, so you know, that you, you might have been, somebody might have been abused been as abused a little child, child. here, as, here an adult, as an adult, years old, 40 years old, 40 years old, 40 years old they, they, they still are holding on to things. These things are never, things are never um, um, healed on healed their own. On their They're own. like own. a wound that constantly gets picked or a scar that constantly picks. every time time they agree agree to have sex with someone someone and are not fully present. present.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. And it can be, the other thing, too, is that the thing with with, uh, especially sexual, uh, childhood sexual trauma, um, that a lot of times people may not even remember their abuse until later on either the abuser is out of the picture or usually dies or they're in a, now they're in a really loving intimate relationship so they feel really safe and something can trigger that and that trigger could be anything from a song to a smell to a sight to a place it can be any anything can trigger that and once that's triggered and those floodgates open up then um, that 's when you really need to reach out for the healing, but even if you do if even if you had remembered it and you were you know you were you remembered your abuse your whole life, it still affects you it still affects how when someone touches a certain part of your body or might smell a certain way or um, you know might be a certain time of the year that you have more anxiety or when someone goes to touch a certain part of your body in a certain way you might clinch up or tense up and feel you know your heart rate might you know start to race um, you might even leave your body where you like completely go outside of your body and you don't really even remember the experience of having sex with that you know having sex with your partner or that person so some of the signs of you know that you're being triggered. These are some of these signs. And for anybody who's listening, who happens to have a partner or has been with a partner, where you know all of a sudden you're having a good time, and all of a sudden their bodies kind of tighten up or clench up, or they stop breathing, or the breathing becomes um, you know kind of labored, or their you know you can, or their eyes glaze over is another another sign. You know, it could be a sign that they're leaving their body and that there's something going on and there's some trigger happening for them. Do you think that um, that,
0: meditation or masturbation masturbation masturbation, um, are tools that can be helpful helpful for us to reconnect to our bodies, bodies? especially after sexual abuse, or do you you think
1: think that masturbation masturbation in particular particular
0: would be be harmful or or not advised?
1: Well, I mean, okay, I one of the things I always suggest um for all of my clients is to have to start off having a loving, healing, amazing sex life with themselves through self-love, self-pleasure and masturbation. And what that does is that you can create a really safe and sacred space to recreate and reheal and re well, yeah, to just reclaim your your sexual right to pleasure. And in doing that by yourself, you create, start to learn to surrender to your pleasure and let go, because a lot of times that can be really um, hard and scary because there's, you know, there's past trauma. Um, You might get triggered and you, you know, creating, with a professional creating really strong coping strategies of what do you do when you're triggered, how do you come back into your body, but when you're exploring that, and you're exploring that with yourself. You can create a really safe place in which to do that. Yeah, yeah. Then find fu- that place. Yeah, it know. is very, very important. Find I'm that place.
0: Yourself
1: yeah, a and find that way. Sorry,
0: I said it's
1: important,
0: said it's to, important spend to spend time, spend time, yourself in a quiet in a way. Quiet way. Yeah. You reconnect with, reconnect who with who you are, who are. and that. And reclaim your, reclaim body, your body. Understand that you don't, don't, live, that in don't past, live in the past. Yeah. Live right live here, right, here now. right now. And that and if you, that um, if you um, I mean, I'm not saying that I mean, you I'm shouldn't face, you your face your demons and, and work through and them, them, but if, if you continue, continue to bring, to them, bring up, them up, um, Two, um, your relationship, to relationship that, person that person still has power has over you, you. So I think instead of thinking, you in sort of root of, those, root those root demons those
1: out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and the other thing, I, I, I do want to say on the flip side, though, yes. that masturbation yes. um, can also be detrimental. So okay. I'm going to explain okay. what I what I mean by that is that um, it can be a place in which uh, you go to a place of addiction. It's like uh, self-loathing, self-hatred, shame, guilt, um, gaining sexual pleasure from that, then feeling bad and guilty about that, um, and then doing it again. And so there's a kind of a vicious cycle of feeling unworthy of love, and so repeating that, that you're bad and that there's something dirty and wrong with you. So, in that component, if that's the place, you want to shift that from that place to self-appreciation, self-love, self-expression. The other thing, too, is that a lot of times um, when sexual abuse happens, it 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 can create some of our sexual desires. And so, what that means is that when we have our fantasy life... We might be fantasizing about uh, being raped or fantasizing about um, things that would be really, really taboo if other people knew about them and that you might think, oh my God, I, there's something seriously wrong and I'm a freak. Or you might the only way you might be able to get off is if you are tied up and, and taken. And so... The, it's really important to love yourself in that and to start to not say that you're bad, there's something wrong, or that you're a freak, just to say, okay, you know what, it's, no, it's a normal part of sexual development that we, we, as we grow up, our sexuality is developed as we grow up. And if there's been interference in it with trauma, then that's going to play a part in who you have become as a sexual person. So, what I always suggest to my clients when they're struggling with that part of their fantasy life and masturbation is that it's okay to ha- that that exists, but it's time to create new fantasies and new desires and new orgasmic experiences. So, finding something that's loving, so more loving and respectful um, Fantasies when you're exploring your body or going into just self love and self exploration without fantasy and going more into sensation right and' that's you nice, know, that's and nice. stepping away from and and oh. while you're doing while you're starting to heal um and this is you know this might be applicable for women, but I'm um, more men than women is that when you're starting to heal your journey, then I recommend you stepping away from the pornography. Um, to start creating a new defo- a new definition of what is beautiful, what is sexy, and what sexually arouses you.
0: Yes, I think that uh, I think that, uh, pornography, uh, pornography has come a long has way. Come a long way. Basically, Basically pornography, pornography does not does give. Not- The impression impression of a loving relationship, relationship. it's about servicing one another. another. Mm So uh, want to, and and then also most of it is him. him. So not that there's anything wrong with being good to your partner, partner. but it's not really about what an intimate relationship relationship looks like. It's it's about more like like next. Next, and and that's and, not and what that's uh, you, not know, uh, you know. A person who's, who's wanting to love, love themselves uh, should involve themselves with. Themselves I can't agree with I can't more.
1: Agree with
0: more. Yeah, now,
1: I mean, don't get me I'm wrong. wrong. I'm not. I I mean, I think pornography has its place, and there's there's. I'm not anti-porn by any means. But I right. think when when right. you're starting your when you're working on healing and re, recreating who you who you are and what is and redefining what is. Um, sexually arousing to you, that staying away from the porn so you can create a new loving space is is a good plan. Right. It's just the beginning so so that...
0: You, so can that, start, like, you can start with a clean slate and, and then and go from
1: there, and, and then, then there. Eventually, and you, eventually you can go
0: you back go to enjoying, some, enjoying pornography. some pornography. Because there are some, there some there techniques there, and there are some, there are you know, some visual, visual eye candy there. Can there. there. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, if mean, right, I mean, done, I mean, done, done right, it can be exciting. So, but not a person who's trying to get over sexual abuse. They they need to start with a more Teen and teen loving and view of to, uh, sexuality, sexuality than yes. pornography. Yeah. Now, I need to now ask I you one, to more ask one more question. Um, what kind um, of what places, places are there? Any places out there, spas, retreats retreat that, that are available for, available individuals, for individuals who want, who to, start want to start healing process? Healing process? Or there something just that you something can do, you in, your do own, your own, in your own in your own town or your own, your own state that you know that, you know. Do you need to get, away, need or, get away or find or the I'm cure in your, your own earth,
1: town? Your own town. Well, I I, I think you, it, it depends. Like, I have not, in, on my journey so far, found any like, uh, you know, healing of your sexual trauma. Um, and in, in a way that moves beyond being the victim into now how do I have a, a, a good sex life. I haven't found any of those. I'm looking at creating some of those at the moment, but at this point I haven't, I haven't come across any. That doesn't mean that there isn't any that exists. Um, what I suggest is that it's really important to, if you can, integrate into your life um, with your support system so um, whether that's reaching out to, like I said, a, a therapist, a, you know, a, a group, you know, it pretty much most, most cities have a sexual abuse survivors group, and that's a good place to start from uh, understanding that you're not alone and getting some support and learning some strategies and having a space in which you can share without judgment. Um, but then I think it's really important to find somebody that you can work with, whether that's a sex coach like me, or a, a, physio- or, um, a psychiatrist, or a psychologist, or a sex expert in, uh, in the field of sexual trauma. Right. And finding that either in your in your own region or connecting with somebody that you can have, you know, via Skype or on the phone or um, you know have intensive periods of time where they, you work with them, but you do need to have that that professional support while you're going through that because it's going to really as you're dealing with this trauma, it's going to be pretty it can be pretty intense and you need that professional support and you also need to have a strong support network of friends and family around you as well. So it it's really, it, it can be a great way to kind of integrate it into your life because the truth is that when you're healing from trauma and depending on the severity of the sexual trauma, it can take time for it to heal. So it's, you know going for an intensive week or or you know leaving your life so that you can have the space sometimes that's might what you might need to do in the beginning but eventually you need to have that support system in your life so that you can go about your day-to-day life and still live and function and enjoy life and and move from that place of trauma to the place of living and so you want to make sure that you have support in where you live so that you can you know, explore all the possibilities. As you know, there's the healing, and then there's the exploration, and you need that support where you live and in your life. Um, that uh, we only have, no, we only have a few minutes.
0: Few minutes, and actually two minutes left. So I'd like you to I tell our to listening to tell audience, audience the, name of, the name of your website and where they and might where they might program that will help, them, help them, you know, to you uh, help them in this healing process.
1: So, my website, my company name is called Succulent Living, and it's com. And on my website, you can get, you know, email me, you can phone me. Um, I do a lot of traveling all over the world, so... Um, I'm based out of Canada, um, out of Ontario, but I travel all over the world, like right now I'm in Costa Rica while we're having this interview, so, you know, contact me and um, I would love to be able to help support your healing on your journey so that you can reclaim your, your right to pleasure and sexuality.
0: This was a wonderful was interview, a wonderful and I want to thank want everyone to thank for listening everyone in to tonight's show, and, and Gaia so and much for so joining and me, and I, I hope you have, have you to come, come back, come and, back and, uh, and 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 For everyone out there, everyone Balance, out there, balance, balance today is Day the is the corner, corner, around the corner, and I hope and that you, hope you celebrate you your loving relationships featured relationship 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 on my website at wwwsensuality sexuality pleasure Remember, if I don't carry them, my affiliates are all the purveyors of wonderful products, travel ideas that will make romance pleasurable beyond your wildest imagination. And as a special offer from today until Valentine's Day, when you place an order with your pleasure, mention Radio Blog Show in the comments during checkout. For any orders over $75, you'll receive a free gift for $20, just met, mention whether it's for a male or a female and in the comments section. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Gaia. I know you've been muted, but you were wonderful. And I hope everyone has a beautiful evening and keep doing those Kegels. Take care.